we're talking about a British woman, Meghan Markle, right now. We just happen to have some British women in the audience. <laughs> Put the camera over here on these yeah. ladies. Wait, what about the woman in the back there? She had like, a comment. You disagree. <laughs> I think it's very tacky. And huh. God forbid, she, God forbid, something should happen to the baby. She mm. will have all these gifts. Oi, and, oh. and an empty oh. crib. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hi, welcome back to the Shawnee and Marie show. <laughs> Kevin is still away. He's um, um, been mysteriously gone for weeks. <laughs> we think he might be hosting the Oscars. <laughs> well, I just wanted to confirm that he is hosting the Oscars. <laughs> and by the time that you're hearing this, you would have seen him hosting the Oscars. So congratulations, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, we're joined by a very special guest today. He's a first timer to Deja The View. Mm-hmm. And his name is... Why don't you tell everybody how you pronounce your name? Uh, Peter Kinnett. Oh, yeah. not Peter Nyai? Not Peter Nyai, no. <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you. So, Peter, you've had a big week. Yeah, I had a, I had a, a big view-related week. Yeah. Um, I, Megan McCain said my name on The View um, improperly because I created a conspiracy theory on Twitter that Whoopi Goldberg was uh, secretly hosting the Oscars. The Oscars, they're just a few days away this Sunday. We know that the show will go on without a host. Or will it? There's a rumor that Whoopi Goldberg is a secret host. There are all these conspiracy theories on the internet that she's not really sick. Show's producers aren't shutting down a rumor that Whoopi Goldberg is secretly prepping to host the show. Conspiracy started because Peter Nyet, at Peter Nyet, started uh, a conspiracy on Twitter. If you think that Taylor's got no belly button and Beyonce is Solange's mom, conspiracy theories are wild, how about Whoopi's the Oscars' secret host? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what a way to get on The View. Yeah. So for our one listener who doesn't know the story, Mm -hmm. on Tuesday you tweeted... Whoopi Goldberg's absence from The View, she's sick, they say, since the day after they announced her as an Oscar presenter, plus the fact that she's the only previous Oscar host listed as a presenter, plus she openly said on The View in January that she'd be up for hosting equals question mark. That was it. And then literally 16 hours later, they're discussing it on The View. Yeah, it got picked up like immediately. And I think because it it was like, oh, yeah, of course, that maybe that is what it is. Like, that was my impression. At first, I, like, read it and was like, haha. But then I was like, wait, <laughs> it's so likely that it's real. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought it's absolutely true. Like, you nailed it. I mean, maybe it still is. We don't know. I mean, that'd be really <laughs> great for my uh, extending my 15 seconds of fame. But um, it was wild. I mean, it was in The Guardian and Vanity Fair within, mm. like, hours, and people were taking it seriously. Yeah, it was Time Magazine, Vanity Fair, E! News, The Guardian, Entertainment Tonight, People, Page Six. It was huge. And I think, like, I was surprised by how quickly everyone was just like, yeah. But, like, when you wrote the tweet, did you, like, did you honestly think that, or were you just kind of, like, being funny? 
Somewhere in the middle? Yeah. Like, but it did make sense to me. And it was yeah. really strange that, I mean, I watched The View and they weren't really talking about why Whoopi was gone that much. Yeah, and yeah it, totally. It just kind of all just made sense. Um, I still think there's a slight chance, although <laughs> I think it'd be really, like, bad to pneumonia survivors <laughs> if they fake the Right, yeah, totally. Right? See, that's the other thing was, like, I was like, this is either really funny and true, or I feel bad because Whoopi is like very, very sick. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, back up a second. Like, how did you actually formulate this theory? I mean, I tend to, at least in the winter, get stoned and watch The View (laughs) around 11, 10 p.m. every night. And I was doing that, and I just kind of started thinking about it. And then I looked up to see what day they had announced her as a presenter. I'm like, oh my God, that's literally the day before she stopped being on The View. So then I was just like, let's tweet this and see what happens. (laughs) I mean, I really didn't think, you know, I thought maybe I'd get a like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So then, so then you tweeted um, the day after the original tweet, never started an actual conspiracy before. Turns out being stoned and watching The View is productive. Which I now regret saying just because now <laughs> Megan McCain has said that I was stoned watching The View on The View. On The View. Um, That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so they spoke about it on The View after this got picked up. And they were talking about it. And Joy was like explaining, no, Whoopi's sick. She has pneumonia. I went to visit her in the hospital, which is like, side note, <laughs> really cute. <laughs> but then Megan was like... So Megan read out your tweet and read out the part about being stoned and watching The View. And she was like, oh, I think we have a graphic. And like was like waiting for production to pull up the graphic of the tweet. And she was like, oh, I guess not. Okay, well, I was told that we'd have the graphic. (laughs) Really (laughs) mad at production. Never start an actual conspiracy theory before. It turns out being stoned and watching The View is productive. (laughs) We have it up here. So thanks for getting stoned and watching The View, Peter, but you were wrong. (laughs) They told me we had the tweet up, but thank you. (laughs) So um, let's do some politics production. You told me we had the tweet. And then they were like, okay, bye. And went to commercial. That was a classic what's Megan mad about moment. <laughs> we used to do a segment on this show, which has um, since been banned called what's Megan mad we about. We did it once and I was like, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> but that was a good what's Megan mad yeah. about moment. I mean, in this case, I was there with her because yeah. I also wanted them to put that graphic because then but people would see it was I feel actually like, me. Yeah. And I feel like they couldn't because <clears throat> the Oscars, like from what I know from work, the Oscars are so like control freaky about how the title is used so they probably were like we can't use the the title of oscars and stoned in the same sentence so like we're not putting it up and megan was like we're we're putting it up we're doing it (laughs) but i mean by the time so by the time this episode comes out everyone will know whether Whoopi hosted the oscars or not yeah do you think there's still a chance i'd say there's a five percent Chance? <laughs> I'm holding up for it because I think I have a legitimate shot of being on the view if I actually have oh, yeah. done this. That's true. Yeah. 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 I think that Barbara will be hosting the Oscar. <laughs> She's going for the long con. She's been like bedridden for three years preparing <laughs> for this Oscars. Um, so where were you when you found out that Megan had actually said your name on The View. Well, because I woke up late um, at like 10 something and I had a bunch of texts being like, it's in all these newspapers or whatever. And then I was walking to work and I think I was walking into the building at 11 when I got a bunch of messages. I mean, I wish I'd watched it live. I really didn't think there was any chance this was going to happen. But I did say the night before, 
if, if this they say my name in the view, I'll die. And then <laughs> and I mean, here I didn't you die. are. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if I'd watched it live, I would have actually. There'd yeah. been some screams for sure. Yeah, it's very funny. But then did you tweet it at Megan? After it happened? I quickly ripped the video and uh-huh. put it up on Twitter and then tweeted at Megan the actual pronunciation of my uh-huh. name, which is Kanet. And she <laughs> tweeted back very quickly saying oh apologies and a little uh, emoji. She is logged on. Oh, she's logged <laughs> on. one thing she's you can say about Megan. Mentions. She's logged yeah. on. Yeah. She doesn't miss a thing. <laughs> I saw this week that she, this is an aside, but I saw this week that she like found a tweet that she wasn't even tagged in. And it was about uh, her interview with um, Andrew McCabe. Mm-hmm. And some, just some lady on Twitter was like, Megan McCain asking Andrew McCabe questions is such a fucking bitch. And then Whoa. like Megan like quote tweeted it. Because Megan's like searching her She's name. searching her name. Yeah. The way that I search like Rachel Vice, Rachel McAdams <laughs> every single day to see if there's just anything new. Just any news. Any unreleased disobedience clips that I haven't seen. <laughs> so um, we mentioned that this is being recorded before the Oscars mm-hmm. and will come out after the Oscars. So nobody really cares about our predictions, but um, I still want to talk about it. So uh, what are you guys looking forward to? What do you... Well, they talked about it on The View as well to give like their predictions. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really weird that Megan was like, I want Bohemian Rhapsody to win something. Um, like... I considering that this has been such a great week for her in terms of her allyship <laughs> and uh, representing or like showing that she earned her glad award. <laughs> I was so taken aback that she was like, I really want Bohemian Rhapsody to win something. I want Lady Gaga to win something. I was like, you can't have both. Pick one. <laughs> I was yeah. really upset. And no one talked about like they were all just talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, no one said anything about Rachel Weisz. Uh, Joy Behar is the only one who talked about the favorite. Yeah. She was like, I love that Olivia Coleman. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it was... what world are we living in? And they all said the wife, which is just it's yes. just a very basic round yes. of, of They predictions. were all like obsessed with Glenn Close. The wife's one nomination. Yes. That's fine. And well, I think that they're really excited for Glenn Close because she was just on the show. Yeah. And brought her little dog. But Abby was like, you guys know how much I love Glenn Close. I was like, when did this start? <laughs> like, what did we? <laughs> um, so what do you want to see win Best Picture? Roma or The Favorite? I mean, either just everything else mm-hmm. is trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to see The Favorite, but I don't think it's, it seems to have lost its momentum a little bit. Yeah. I'm only rooting for The Favorite because I think it's the only thing powerful enough to beat um bohemian rhapsody and like i think that roma has a really good chance too but i haven't seen her so (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know i just like i hate that a star is born is probably only going to win best song and nothing else i was kind of surprised that megan really wants lady gaga to win two it's weird to me that people think that she still might when it's like, to me, it's like clearly between Glenn Close and yes. Olivia Coleman. Even though I think Lady Gaga deserves to win. I don't even think there's a competition in that category anymore. No. I, I think, think it's she's just probably Glenn Close. Fifth, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like people are there for Ulitia, if that's yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She, even though she just won the Razzie for <laughs> Worst Actress last night. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has done that? Who's won a Razzie and Oscar? Holly Berry? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think maybe Sandra... even the same year or something. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. And, um, Sandra double. Bullock, I think, might have. Sandra Bullock was the same year yeah. for The Blind Side and then that 
all about Steve yes. or something. Yeah. And Holly Berry was different years. Yeah. She won for Cali. I thought. And I think they both attended the Razzie. They yes. both went and accepted. So maybe that's like a good luck thing. If you yeah. win the Razzie, you have to go pick it up and then you'll get the Oscar the next night. <laughs> Remember I that. I thought Sandra Bullock should have won the Razzie for The Blind Side. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oscar for all of us. <laughs> Just my opinion. Um, I thought that it was... Interesting that Megan said that she can't wait to see Adam Lambert perform. That's a, I'm glad you brought that up because when she said the thing about wanting Bohemian Rhapsody to win, it did occur to me that I was like, what? Maybe she doesn't even like the movie. She just really likes Adam Lambert, well, and like know, she's associating him with the movie. Yeah, we know that she loves an American Idol runner-up. <laughs> yes, because her best friend is Clay Aiken. Yeah. Other than that, I really don't know. It's like, it would take a lot of surprises for me to be happy with the Oscars. But if everyone wins who people are predicting is going to win, it'll be like the world's most boring ceremony to me. Yeah. I, but I'm, I'm legitimately have a fear that Bohemian Rhapsody is going to win Best Picture. Me too. Yeah, totally. Um, I bet money online for it. So at least uh-huh. I'll, I'll win two grand <laughs> to just to sort of like <laughs> make me not yeah. cry. But like, it would be like, it would make Crash look like, I don't know, like moonlight. Yeah. Like it's well, crazy. That's the other thing too is like the next in line to, or the, the most likely alternative to Bohemian Rhapsody winning is Green Book. Which is, which is, which as, is it, as, as bad. bad. Just as yeah. bad. Yeah. <sighs> people it's are dark. so stupid. Yeah. Like it's really crazy how stupid these people voting for these awards are. My bar is so low that all I need to happen at the Oscars to make it good is for Lady Gaga to perform Shallow not like she performed it at the Grammys. That's how low my bar is. Yeah. I just want her to sing the song as it was written. I think you're probably... I, I would like <laughs> for her and Bradley to walk the carpet together and debut that they are indeed a couple. And then I would just black out and not even remember the whole Oscars. <laughs> I read a blind item that, that, that said that that might happen. She uh, just broke up with her fiancé. I know, exactly. But I forget what Bradley said, but he said something about the performance was going to be like innovative or something like next level. I want uh-huh. him to piss himself on stage, because <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be amazing. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did think that it was so crazy at the Grammys that Ali won a Grammy, and she was yes. kind of dressed like Ali, and, and Halsey was probably there, <laughs> <laughs> and that Bradley Cooper wasn't there to piss himself. Yeah. So he has an opportunity to make up for it. Yeah. Now. So, okay, we're going to bring back a game that we used to play, not to put you on the spot, Okay. but we have a game called I Have Questions. Um, It's really easy to play. I'm just going to name a view co-host, past or present, Okay. and you tell us one question that you would ask them if given the opportunity. Okay. Okay. So it's like rapid fire. Rapid fire. Just whatever question comes to mind. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably mess this up. But That's okay. Everyone okay. always does. So. Literally nobody has done good. <laughs> We're still playing the game. We don't know why, but it's just fun. Okay, a minute on the clock. Ready. Sherry Shepard. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, uh, is the I was thinking about something about like the Earth being flat, but I'm just I'm not going there. Yeah. Uh, why do you think the Earth's flat? Yeah, Barbara Walters. Uh, are you, when are you going to die? <laughs> Sorry, that was just... This is why this game's evil. Raven Simone. Oh, um... I don't know. I skip. Pass. Me- Megan McCain. 
Um, can you please say my name on the show again, <laughs> but pronounce my name properly? Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, um, uh, I'd really like, like, what's the deal with Chelsea? Like, I really want to know about her relationship oh, with her daughter. question. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Oh, just why are you? Just go away. I just can't. Oh. <laughs> Sarah Haynes. Oh, um, I really like Sarah Haynes. Uh, what did you have for dinner, I guess? I don't know. Just, <laughs> I just want to be your friend. Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, uh, what's Jody Sweden like? <laughs> That's Lisa. it. That's all. Sorry. <laughs> That was good. I'm glad that you were pro Sarah. This is a very yeah. pro Sarah podcast. We're still bringing her up. Um, yeah. I'm glad that you didn't ask Candace Cameron Bray what she had for dinner because we already know what she had for dinner. Tuna. Bagged tuna. <laughs> she does uh, commercials for bags of tuna. Okay, I'm learning <laughs> so much today. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into some view updates since we brought up Elizabeth Hasselbeck, since we mm-hmm. um, summoned her. I just wanted to mention that her book, Point of View, which I think we've talked about before, mm-hmm. is coming out at the end of March. And in order to like drum up some kind of interest in it, mm-hmm. because currently there's zero, yeah. she released a PDF of like the first 40 pages or something. So I read it. Um, of note, she has her table of contents up front, and she has three chapters, which I'm interested in reading but they weren't included in the pdf they are chapter four surviving survivor which is going to be great chapter five surviving hot topics and chapter six not surviving the view i think it's interesting to note that like for someone who claims to have hated her experience on the view and like says that she's moved on and doesn't want to talk about it the book is called point of view (laughs) And she's like using that play on words in multiple parts of the book. So like she's kind of like monetizing on being on The View while being like, oh, I hated that time of my life. Well, I just find it funny that she hated being on Survivor. Yeah. And would like never talk. She would go to all lengths to avoid talking about her time on Survivor or the fact that the show was still on or is in her past. And she used plays on words throughout the book about Survivor. (laughs) So uh, I just find that funny. I'm still going to read it. (laughs) Well, speaking of like another view tie-in, the foreword is written by Candace Cameron Bure, who I guess is like her soul sister (laughs) from (laughs) The View. So the thing that I realized about this book is that it's being published by like a Christian book publisher. Uh So it's not... Um, it's not an autobiography or it's like, I guess it's, it's autobiographical, but it's memoirs, but also just, it's not her. It's her first book. That's not about gluten. Yeah. It's an exploration more biographical. Yeah. So I just wanted to read an excerpt, um, of Candace Cameron Bure's forward to this book, um, because I think it gives us a pretty good idea of where it's going. So she says, Along with millions of viewers, I watched a cute unknown shoe designer with her petite frame and blonde hair walk, talk, and struggle her way through television's Survivor. (laughs) Same. A shoe designer? When I read that, I was like, who is she talking about? (laughs) Like, I had no memory of Elizabeth being a shoe designer, and I was obsessed with her when she was on Survivor, 
I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I loved her so much that I wrote a play about her in grade six. And you left out the shoe designer? I didn't know. I knew that she was a shoe designer because I watched her on Entertainment Tonight or something after she was voted out and she had like a dr- prototype yeah she had drawings of her <laughs> shoes like blueprints like she would spread them out on the table <laughs> and they were all like it was like the flat fabric like it was yeah. like the blueprint of the fabric you would make the shoe with so you couldn't actually tell what the shoe was gonna look like <laughs> so wait wait she was a shoe designer before survivor before survivor I know and i think that she tried to parlay her success on survivor into shoe designing but like obviously that went nowhere yeah. um so she says that I then watched this reality show contestant take a seat at the table on The View, unashamedly proclaiming her biblical worldview through hot topics. She held her own and was not afraid to go back and forth with opinionated heavyweights Barbara Walters, Whoopi Goldberg, and Joy Behar, who the majority of the time were in total disagreement with her. Marie? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is there a name missing from that list? It almost seems like as if she purposely left out Rosie O'Donnell's name. Yeah. I almost. Was Sherry Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought it was clearly Rosie that she's for, like purposely leaving out. She obviously is. I don't think that Rosie's name is going to appear in this book. No. Even though that's like the biggest thing about Elizabeth's time on The View was like her feud with Rosie. Yeah, I don't think she's going to even mention the split screen. Really? Even in the, what was the chapter called? Surviving yeah. the View? Surviving That's like... the, I, think survi- I think Surviving Hot Topics could maybe talk about it, but I think Surviving the View is about her getting fired. It's like such a big thing to leave out. It's almost like if Rami Malek wins and doesn't talk about Brian Singer. Which is going to happen. Yeah. I think this is, this is the version of, this is the timeline we're living in. Yeah. Anyway, she goes on to say that when Candace Cameron Bure got a, a job on The View that she reached out to Elizabeth and Elizabeth like met with her and mentored her a little bit. But then it, it like veers off mm-hmm. into it gets, re- religious. Yeah, she says, scared out of my mind to be the token conservative and not feeling equipped to handle my new job. I knew I could do it because Elizabeth had done it with the same God of the universe and with the same Holy Spirit that empowers her as he does me. When I was reading the foreword... Very interesting and very cool. (laughs) When I was reading the foreword, I thought that it was riddled with um, typos because she kept saying empowered, like I-N-powered. Instead of empowered. Instead of empowered. And I was like, oh, this is really embarrassing. Like, maybe there's still time. Maybe I can write to the publisher Uh and get this sorted out. (laughs) Uh, But then I kept reading and she invent like Candace Cameron invented that word to mean like empowered by the holy spirit interesting (sighs) so stupid i can't believe i'm gonna read this book (laughs) in other view news sherry shepherd um hosted the wendy williams show as we know wendy williams um has been off her show for Mm. like a month recovering imagine if wendy and Whoopi were hosting the oscars (sighs) how funny that would be to tweet, send tweets. <laughs> tweet right now. Yeah. <laughs> then Sherry Shepard will say it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they just announced that Wendy's coming back yeah. next week. Or yeah. In two in weeks. In like two weeks. A perfect amount of time to recover from hosting the Oscars. From the Vanity Fair party. Yeah. <laughs> the Oscars hosted by Wendy Williams would be yeah. so nuts that yes. I, I think I would be there for it. It actually would be. It great. would be because she would literally be like, oh, I, I, uh, I liked your speech, Rami. Not going to talk about Brian Singer? Huh. 
okay. Uh, next, like, <laughs> in the audience would just, it would be the same, like, silence from the audience as in her <laughs> when she makes those comments in her show. <laughs> Clap if you agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually genius. I don't. Yeah. The Oscars needs to like think about their hosting think strategy outside the a box, little bit, and yeah. like, yeah, go to daytime or something. Mm-hmm. Why not? If you're trying to pull viewers, yeah, like, pull from, uh, you know, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay, good idea. I like this. We'll run with this. So Sherry was hosting Wendy Williams one day. Um, they've been having rotating guest hosts. Uh, it's really nice to see Sherry back mm-hmm. on screen and like top a hosting of her capacity. Game. She was great. She looked great. Um, but the crazy thing is that on the day that Sherry was hosting, Jenny McCarthy was a guest um, promoting The Masked Singer. Do you watch The Masked Singer? I don't, but um, because you made me watch this clip, I then Googled The Masked Singer, <laughs> and that's insane. That, that's it's, a thing. Yeah. yeah, the show is crazy, and I thought it was really stupid. So, okay, there's another conspiracy theory that got traction and had to be discussed on The View, um, and it was that Meghan McCain was on The Masked Singer mm-hmm. uh, as one of the contestants, it turned out to be Ricky Lake. But, like, uh, not until the end did someone on The Masked Singer say that they thought it was Meghan McCain. But Jenny did say that she thought it was Sherry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing about this interview with Jenny McCarthy was that they sort of, like, caught up on their view experience, their yeah. shared view experience. And they said, basically, that <laughs> Barbara was a big bully. Barbara used to look at us, we would be at the table. And I mean, to imagine Jenny, she's supposed to be our pop culture expert, expert, and then they go, we're doing politics all the time. And you, when Barbara would get on us and she'd give us that look. Oh my God, I didn't know about this until of course I was in it. But Sherry, underneath the table, when she knew that Barbara was gonna come for me, she'd put her hand on the table and just squeeze my knee. And I'd be like, what's going on? And then we get a commercial break and I'd go, <gasps> And Barbara would just go off. (laughs) Like, they seem terrified of her. Yeah. Yeah. I would be terrified of her. But I'm kind of wondering, like, what Jenny McCarthy would have said that pissed Barbara off. Well, because Jenny said, well, in this clip on Wendy, she said that they hired her to be, like, the pop culture girl. And then when the season started, they were like, we're not talking about pop culture. We're only doing politics. So anytime that Jenny would bring a pop culture view or story, Barbara would get mad at her. <laughs> but okay, so I did not watch The View in the Jenny McCarthy era. Yeah. Um, was they, Were they really just not talking about pop culture? I can't really... Yeah, they did a weird thing where they like had this incredible lineup of pop culture people, but they were forcing them to like try to be serious and talk about politics, and it was really bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, I also sort of like dipped out of the view at this time because mm-hmm. I just wasn't inspired <laughs> by the panel. Um, Jenny McCarthy, I think, is one of the worst people like wow. in the world. <laughs> Did you know that she's Melissa McCarthy's first cousin? What? What? Yes. What? Yes, they're first cousins. Oh my god. Oh my god I didn't know that. This also Oscars. I learned because you sent me down a Jenny McCarthy rabbit hole <laughs> today on Wikipedia. First cousins. What? I understand why Melissa doesn't say that very often. Oh my god. That's, That's funny. Crazy. Oh my yeah. god. Well, but it's like I most of the time I think I don't like Jenny McCarthy, but in this interview, I liked them both a lot. Yeah, I thought it was really funny how they were talking about their time on the view yeah. and I could relate to like, you know, 
hiding out from your boss and like (laughs) yeah it was really funny how she was like I went to my dressing room to hide from Barbara, but I could hear her shuffling down the hall. (laughs) And then in the hallways afterwards, if I knew she was coming, because after the show, if I knew I said something she didn't like, I would take off and I'd hide in my dressing room and I'd just wait for shuffle, 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 shuffle outside my dressing room because I know she's coming for me then. I'm like, no, I'm hiding. I know, Barbara said I closed the door and she go, I know you're in there, Ah. open the door. I did, think that Sherry did really well on the show and I wanted to add a personal anecdote I uh, was in the presence of Jerry O'Connell this week um, because he's doing a press tour for his show that he films in like Thunder Bay or something and he was like so insanely nice and like down to earth as they say (laughs) (laughs) and just like so not acting like a famous person that in the past, I've always been like, I don't get why Wendy likes him or why she always gets him to cover for her when she like can't do the show. Now I get it because he's like so insanely nice and like goes out of his way to make everyone feel good that like it, for her audience, it must be like a treat. Like they must love him. I don't know so if I get her it audience is going to love him. But I, I think I they think love him. She, I get that she would love yeah. him. Imagine though that you got tickets to the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> and Jerry O'Connell walks out. If I got tickets to the Winnie Williams show and Sherry Shepard was filling in, though, that would be like that would be great. Better than Christmas morning. Better than yeah. Wendy Williams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. One other view update is that Sarah returned again to the View with Michael Strahan to promote their. Yeah, Um, like the more frequent that they bring them on The View, the more clear it seems that like the their show, like um, what is it, Tegan and Sarah? (laughs) Straight on Sarah. Sarah is not doing well, and it makes me sad. Wait, I thought it was Good Morning America. So was it the segment? So it was yeah. So it was originally called um, GMA Day. So it was like another hour of Good Morning America, but it hasn't been doing well. So within like the last month, they rebranded it as Strahan and Sarah. It still doesn't seem to be doing that well. So they keep bringing Sarah and and this time they brought Sarah and Michael onto the View. To like remind people that you can still see Sarah on TV. <laughs> That's like the vibe that I'm getting. The problem is like, I get the strategy, but the problem is that their show isn't for a full other hour until after the view is over. Yeah. So like if the, if the point is to be like, stay tuned to ABC, yeah. like nobody's going to stay tuned over no. lunch and then they ate their grilled cheese sandwich and they forgot. Yeah. So it's not happening. No. But on this appearance, they were still talking about how the last time she came, she like stole her stool back to bring to the other show. Yeah. And there was a line where she was like, I'm reclaiming the stool. You, know, you have the nerve to come back here and reclaim <laughs> the stool. Our butts are high maintenance. <laughs> and I just thought it was really cute. Um, anyway, that's all I have to say. That's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's get into some hot topics. So Senator Amy Klobuchar, who many people will remember from um, her questioning uh, Brett Kavanaugh about his blackout behavior, um, has announced her campaign for president 
uh, she made her announcement in a blizzard, mm-hmm. which made her a target for Trump. He said, well, it happened again. Amy Klobuchar announced that she's running for president, talking proudly of fighting global warming while standing in a virtual blizzard of snow, ice, and freezing temperature. Bad timing. By the end of her speech, she looked like a snowman woman. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like tweeted back, I guess, and was like, I wonder how your hair would fare in the snow. Good one. <laughs> good, good one, Amy. Do you think it was a good strategy on her? I mean, I guess so. I don't, I, it seems like, what were they saying on The View? That like, she's the one that can bring him down because she has the same sort of like anger or whatever. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm finding it difficult to pay attention to the Democratic candidate. (laughs) Yeah. For me, Amy, like I, I get that people are, I guess, inspired by Amy. I don't really know her, her story. Yeah. But it's like. Like, if you put her next to Kamala, Bernie, Biden, even, yeah. like, Elizabeth Warren, who I think is, like, a very inspiring speaker, um, she just doesn't stand out. And she's clearly not going to win. So, like, yeah. this, sometimes I'm just like, what's the point of you it's wasting so all this cluttered. time and money? The, There's no way you're yes, going to win. The snowstorm thing, to me, was, like, not... I'm not siding with Trump. And I, what he said was so dumb. Because, like, if you don't know the difference between a snowstorm and global warming, you're an idiot. I did, though, think that it was funny that she was talking in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> and it to me, it was like something from Veep. Where yeah, they would, totally. like, accidentally yeah. book this outside press conference. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it looked ridiculous. Yes. She, was comp- <laughs> she, she really did look like a snowman woman. Like, Trump was right on that one. Um... <laughs> But they were saying on The View, like, that probably why she said that was because she knows as a woman, and, like, this is what they said, she knows as a woman if she comments on his physical appearance, he can't comment back on her physical appearance because then he'll be, like, insulting a woman's looks. And that seemed to be, like, why they thought that she said this. If that's a strategy or not, I mean, like, it just was, like, a really clear way to get back at him without having to explain global warming to him. Yeah, I think it's not a bad strategy. And actually, like, I'm all for when they go low, go lower. Or, or as Joy said, when they go low, we get, get high. high. <laughs> <laughs> and make up conspiracy theories. So when they go low, we go high, that whole thing? Or when they go yeah, low, we one, get that high. One, well. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, wait, okay. The thing that happened in this clip was that Megan, like, snapped and someone was like, you're right. having a hissy fit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So Megan kept trying to talk. This had nothing to do with the subject. Yeah. At hand. But Megan kept trying to talk. And Joy has been moderating because Whoopi's quote unquote sick. Um, and Joy has just been like telling. Joy has been really enjoying moderating because she gets to tell. She gets to direct yeah. who's speaking. Um, she doesn't open it up to the table like Whoopi does. She's like, Abby, what do you think? Sunny, what do you think? Yeah. Um, so she has been sort of putting Megan off a little bit. And Megan kept trying to talk. And um, finally, Megan was able to talk. And she was like, oh, so I'm, f- I'm finally allowed to speak. Okay, well, okay, I'm allowed to speak now. I'm allowed to-. And she just like threw <laughs> yeah. it out a little bit long. That by the time she was speaking, I assume off screen, Joy made a face or probably like looked at the audience or something like she does. And then that triggered Megan. Yeah. <laughs> To be like, okay, well, I'm not even going to talk then. I'm not even going to talk. And then 
It was like another incident of her being, well, fine, I'm not going to say anything then. If I can't say it right now, I won't say anything. But yeah. this was pretty extreme compared yeah. to normal. And they did eventually just cut her off and went to commercial, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so really I was just sad. like, forget it. If you're yeah. going to have this hissy fit, it's not, it's not worth it for me. <laughs> Can I say something now? Is that okay? Permission to speak now on Amy Klobuchar. We're all good. Okay, two quick things. Number one, I have friends who are at her now. Right, no, no, by all means, keep going, Joy. No, if you're gonna have a hissy fit, we can't continue. <laughs> it was really bad. Um, it was really bad. It's it's been feeling really tense at the table lately. Yeah. Um, between Megan and everybody. Yes. Everybody. Even Abby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what's going on. Like, Megan seems to otherwise be thriving. Like, her cactus Instagram account has <laughs> surpassed Austin's hens. Whoa. Yeah. But not Bernie, right? No, no, no. But it's getting close. Wait, I don't oh. know what, what, what so, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All of the View co-hosts have, like, a Finsta for their pets. Okay. Um, but Megan doesn't have a pet. So she started an Instagram account for her, like, cactus or something like that. And so she's been, like, competing because Joy Behar has a dog named Bernie Behar. And it has, like, a lot of followers on it. It has, like, 40,000 followers or something on Instagram. So, like, Megan has been trying to promote Arizona and cactuses generally. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> um, she's getting paid by the cactus lobby. And so... The big cactus <laughs> the big money. cactus. <laughs> And anyway, it's like, yeah, it's got like 30,000, 36,000. It's got a lot of, it got, it's got a lot of followers. It's um, just pictures of cactuses. It's like, yeah, it's like her posing with cactuses or it'll be pictures of cactuses that people give her. Okay. And uh, I think that it probably is picking up speed because there, she like posts on it so often, like at least once a day, there's new cactus content. Yeah. She's keeping up with the cactuses and also... <laughs> Also, she's like cross promoting it. Like she mentions it on the View a yeah. lot, and she also posts it on her own Instagram a lot. Where like, obviously, Joy's not like promoting an Instagram account that she doesn't run. Yeah. Um. So anyway, you guys are so <laughs> next level. I feel like I'm learning so much. I never followed Megan until I took over Kevin's job, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I better follow Megan so like I know what's up. And yeah. It's been hard. <laughs> But there's a lot she of hair content. She posts a lot, though, and I do appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I people... always know what's going on with her. Yeah, exactly. I think it's really interesting that she keeps her TV on the floor on her apartment. What? <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so, so speaking of Megan, the next hot topic is Jesse Smollett arrested, and they finally talked about it on The View. So Chicago police arrested Jesse Smollett and held a press conference where they claimed that Jesse paid $3,500 to stage an attack against himself to gain attention and receive, I guess, a better salary or a higher profile on Empire. Uh, Jesse was released on bail and returned to the Empire set uh, for a day where he apologized and swore to everyone that he was innocent. Uh, but so, then they released him from Empire for like the rest of the season. And they're editing him out of the show. Really? Yeah. Wait, they're editing out of the show completely? Yeah. So I think there's like two of more Of what they had already filmed? Air, yeah. Okay. And they're, they're, they're editing his right. character out of the show. With no explanation? I think so, yeah. Okay. Just yeah. to like, they said while, they, while the case is ongoing. So I don't think it's them being like, get out of here. I th- 
got the vibe that it was them just being like to protect everyone we're just not gonna put you on for now well they're probably like it's not great for our well, yeah. show <laughs> yeah. on well, tv yes. um so the view avoided talking about this while it was time. a breaking story yeah. and uh, while people were believing him yeah um and then they only started to talk about it this week when mm-hmm. when it started to come out that he may be lying about it right so we like we had discussed this before um and like kevin and i had discussed it how it was weird that they never mentioned it because raven simone and jesse are like really really good friends she plays his like baby mama on empire so she had like a cameo like guest appearance and there was even like a rumor a few years ago that her and Jesse had a baby together in real life. Does Raven even have a baby? No, <laughs> of course not. But the, the it was like such an intense rumor that someone made up the name of the baby, which was Liliana Perlman. Because Raven's... Peter, did you tweet that? No, no, no. no. <laughs> not this one, sorry. I think Raven's family name is Perlman. And... Yeah, they were like Liliana Perlman. If you Google Liliana Perlman and Raven Simone, you'll get like really, really like deep cut blog posts of people claiming that this is true. What if it was Jussie? What do you mean? If Jussie started that rumor to try to latch onto her fame, (laughs) that's something to think about. If you see something, think about it and then say something. What's up, everybody? We just want to say thank you so much for watching Empire last night. And um, apparently, we do have a daughter. <laughs> so they just they didn't mention him at all. No. Because they wanted to get the facts straight first, is what they're saying. That's right? what, That's they're, what saying they're saying now. Random thing to make an example of. Like, yes. Is, it's very it's strange. It's so weird. Like, they kept being like, Sunny, I admire you because when this first came out and we thought about talking about it, you kept telling us to wait until we had the facts. Something didn't seem right. And they were all being like, oh, we knew not to talk about this. We have to wait till we have the facts. But like, how many times has something happened where they don't have all the facts and obviously they talk about it? Mm-hmm. Every day. Yes. Yeah. It's the point of the show. Yeah. And was it like, were a lot of people thinking that something, like, I didn't think something fishy was going on at all. I no. completely Especially not at first. No. Like, no, it's so all. weird to me. It almost seems like Sunny, like, knew, like, it, I it, I almost got the vibe that Sunny was given private information that made it seem like it wasn't true, that wasn't released to the public. Do it you know did what I mean? seem like they knew something because everybody yes. else was talking about it. And then the way that they were pitching it on The View was really like, we weren't sure. Yeah. And to and say Sunny we weren't said, sure, why not just say like, oh, we, we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. But. And Sunny is friends with um his lawyer yeah they used to have a show together she said right right. i don't know if he had that lawyer before like this week but i almost got the vibe that someone either from like the police or another like prosecutor involved was like giving sunny secret info being like don't talk about it yet because like it's something's gonna come out hmm I guess that makes sense because they're like the only ones. Like everybody yeah. else was talking. Yeah, about yeah. It was so strange. The weird thing about this story is like the amount of leaks from the police, like the amount yeah. of information that was leaked out. It's mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It seems odd to me. I, I don't understand why. So the police are the ones saying that he did this because of a salary. He wanted more salary. Like, they kind of like said, yeah. And people have been using that as fact, being like, he did this because of his salary. But if you look at what the police actually said, they are just like guessing. They're like, maybe this was motivated to get a, to leverage a salary. I think like, that's not basing proof it, yet. I think that they're basing it off of their interview with the two brothers. Yeah. Who like staged the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, because when they were called in and they were basically like, we have this footage of you yeah, and we think that things aren't adding up. Um, they were, I think they just like gave them a deal or something mm-hmm. to be like cooperate. And they, I think that's what they told them. Yeah. Um, I just but, don't think that's how it worked. Yeah. I, I've, I've yeah. been very confused by a lot of things in this story. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine like it doesn't, it's not a logical link to be like, I'm going to increase my salary by mm-hmm. getting my name in the papers or in the news yeah. um, by getting attacked. Like I can see how it would get there. It would give him more notoriety. Mm-hmm. It would like boost his profile, but to link it to a salary dispute seems a little strange. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if anything, we all should have seen that maybe this was fake when he said that he was going to buy a salad from Subway. <laughs> that's Those my, that's my gross. Anna Navarro <laughs> pre-written joke about this. <laughs> um, um. Oh, okay. I did want to mention Raven because when this story came out, Raven posted a video of herself on Instagram, like a selfie style video, just being like, no words, no words. And it was like, love you, Jesse. I love you forever. You know, we got your back. No words, no words. And she hasn't mentioned anything since. The video's still up, too. The video's still up. She hasn't mentioned anything since, but she has been posting since. And the last thing that she posted was, like, two days ago, a picture of herself and Anthony from Sex and the City. (laughs) 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 Which I thought was so funny. It was like her and Anthony were on Match Game or something. That sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) And she just posted a pic being like, loved seeing you. And that was like, but she hasn't weighed in on the Jesse news. Maybe she still believes him. I think that the amount of attention that this story is getting is like a little dangerous. And I think that like The View has talked about it every single day. There's always an update. For like 10 minutes. A long segment. Yeah. 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 And I just think that it's like, I think the liberal media is falling into a trap set by the right wing media where, you know, they have an interest in advancing this narrative of like racism doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, We should not believe victims because there are hoaxes. And the mainstream media sees this like formula of like celebrity, fraud, crime, racism, mega. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, eating it up and i think it's a mistake i think they're doing a disservice well like um i think it was megan who kind of brought that up when they were towards the end of their discussion how she was like i would have loved to see like these couple of stories get as much coverage as the jesse thing did where there was like a like little kid who was shot and then there was like that um that coast guard who was like planning on killing all of yeah. these like CNN reporters and stuff. Yeah. And that got like almost no coverage because it happened like around the same time as the whole Jesse thing. Yeah. So it's true. It's like, it kind of sucks that this took up all of the space and time when like people 
where like like Don Lemon was like about to get killed. Yeah. Yeah. And so they talked about this on the Friday episode. And I don't know if Megan was just like fed up because it was the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> she just seemed like she was in a really bad mood. But yeah. she snapped at Abby yes. for like no reason. And usually I'm happy for people to shut down Abby down because I don't want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> but in this case, it was just, like, confusing. It was so weird because Megan was talking about the thing. And then Abby said something to, like, add to Megan's point. And Megan was like, excuse me, I'm still talking. I always talk last. So let me let me talk. Thanks. The fact that he wasn't being as forthcoming yeah. as necessarily I would be that, if I were that in that situation. he didn't file a police report as quickly. I'm still talking. Thank you. And then also, <laughs> I always speak last. Abby was like stunned and then I was reading the comments and there was a comment that was like at like at four minutes in Anna turns to make sure that Abby's not crying (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was really weird and all of the comments instead of it being about the like Jesse case were all about Megan snapping at Abby would you like me to read some? <laughs> I would love for you to read some. Okay. Cam Boyle said, if I learned anything from this, Megan will be rude to anyone. So like everyone was kind of surprised that she was snapping at her like... One ally. Yeah. Her one ally. <laughs> is Megan getting... Oh, this is from Nunya Business. <laughs> is Megan getting jealous of Abby being a better Republican voice on The View than she is? I think so. And then someone with the username, you tried it, said, <laughs> wow, Megatron, there is no need for that. There was, I like noticed in Megatron? these, I noticed in these comments that people have nicknames for Megan and Abby that I was unaware of. <laughs> Another nickname that came up was Megamouth and Airhead. I will say that I didn't know much about sort of her social media deal, but yeah. when she tweeted back at me, I was in... A thread uh-huh. and people are so mean to her. So mean. Oh, it's crazy. Like it's, it is really awful. Yeah. Someone else whose name is Precious Angel, but Precious is spelled <clears throat> so wrong, um, said, Abby, you must stand your ground against me again. Like, as like on purpose. Like, me her again nickname is, is yeah, me again. Me again is an old. I didn't know. Yeah, me again is like my favorite. Where have I been? <laughs> For Megan. Um, yeah. yeah. It's been, yeah. It's, Sometimes on our Twitter account, at DejaTheViewPod, um, when Megan interacts with us, we get into these threads where it's like, you have to, you know how like sometimes they hide negative comments and you have to click to see them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get ones that are like so negative that you have to click twice. It's oh, like you have to like click th- to see more and then it's sensitive like, material. are you sure? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's graphic content after this. And it's like usually not that bad, but it's like, yeah, people really are like just. Yeah. Every single day she must get like thousands of comments. Which is crazy because we know she's reading every single every one single, of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why she's throwing these hissy fits. Like it yeah, must be. It's true. Oh yeah. That would like fuck with you. I think. Yeah. Isn't she also planning Abby's baby shower right now? Oh yeah. yeah. So, she must be so yeah. stressed. This is what it is. Yeah. She's just done. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Well, <laughs> Northwest has a boyfriend. <laughs> This uh, clip has like gone, like quote unquote, gone viral. <laughs> it has because like people picked it up on Twitter. Well, so okay, Kanye and Kim's five-year-old daughter has a boyfriend. Um, he he's seven years old. His name is Caden Mills, and he does he have an Instagram account? Apparently, allegedly, he posted this picture. 
So his like weird mom posted this picture <laughs> on a fake Instagram. And he was buying North jewelry from Tiffany's and saying that he and North are booed up. So they talked about it on The View. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they phrased it as like, is this too young to be sort of like sexualizing your children? And yeah. Like, putting like, is them it cute or is it just too young? Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it's gross. Yeah. Just not even because it's not even their age, but it's just like, I just think it's pathetic because obviously <laughs> it's like parents behind it. And yeah. it's like, what are you like? What are you trying to advance? Somebody's obviously like, oh my God, my kid knows Kim and Kanye's kid and this is my chance Yeah, to get some True. followers or something. It's super gross all around. And also like exposing children to this, the, these depths of social media so early, like yeah. it's going to fuck them up. Like I just, I, it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. There's like layers of things that I find weird about it. Like the Tiffany jewelry yeah. is so weird, gross. first of all. Yeah. And then the, it being on Instagram and pretending that it's like from his account Again, so weird. And I think that, like, sometimes little kids are like, you're my boyfriend, like, you're my girlfriend, and, like, they just kind of make that up. But, like, when the parents are being, like, are, like, pushing it, that's when it's, like, super creepy and weird to me. Yeah. And I had a seven-year-old, and they were buying a five-year-old Tiffany jewelry, I'd be like, something's wrong here. Yeah. And it's my fault. And, like, Joy kind of summarized it. I think it was her at the end who was like, let kids be kids. Like, you you're never going to be able to have the carefree, like stress-free life of being a kid. Just like be a kid. Don't like force dating onto like super young kids. And so this is the clip that got really popular is that I think Megan surprised a lot of people. Like we know this side of Megan, but most people don't know. And we're really surprised to hear her talk about it with relation to like gay people that she knows being like it's to me it's kind of weird and, and offensive because people always say that gay people are pushing their like sexuality on like their kids or on everyone but really so often it's like straight people who are doing this who are like forcing and she said the word heteronormative she did yeah <laughs> who are like forcing that onto kids thank you <laughs> yeah I have learned this from all of my, my my gay friends who have children is that you should never assume a child is gay or straight mm-hmm. because so my thing whenever I if I'm with a little boy or a little yeah. girl I'm like do you have a crush on anyone I never say do you, if it's a boy do you have a crush on a girl oh. the girl do you have a crush on a boy because you don't know and again they're children as they get older they will find out who they are who they're attracted to for whatever reason and I just have a problem because I think it's a little heteronormative You're like, what's to her assume name? Kate Hudson that they're gender Gender neutral, neutral. with no. Children. It's not about gender neutral. It's about because there's a difference between um, being trans and being being a gay or being straight, mm. and it's about gender identity and versus yeah. um, who you're sexually attracted to. Actually, two very different things. And you think they're pushing? And I think that you should just make them. children. You should allow children to become who they are and see who they're attracted to as they get older, so, and not make assumptions. So the glad award yeah. jumped out. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. I hate when there's like T-shirts that you can buy for little kids that are like. I lost my number. Can I have yours? Get a grip. <laughs> it's so weird to me. It's really gross. And I saw that like Monet Exchange tweeted yes. the video. And then Megan tweet like they had a, a tweet exchange, yeah. which was like just bizarre to me. But Megan does love the gays. Tweet exchange sounds like it would be Monet's drag daughter. <laughs> <laughs> 
to her credit though like it was really insightful yeah and i was very impressed by it and i'm it was so nice to hear her say that and also to like present that to an audience that had probably never considered that before yeah like an audience that would be receptive to it coming from her who had probably never thought of that before and i think that all of the ladies at the table have never thought about that before yeah. like they for sure and they were like oh true no one was like oh come on like yeah. they were all like oh yeah you're right yeah good work <laughs> <laughs> in other news Megan Markle had a baby shower. Um, Speaking of the other Megan M. Yeah. <laughs> Megan McMarkle <laughs> called a star-studded baby shower blowout in the United States. It was attended by Serena Williams, Amal and George Clooney, and it apparently cost a quarter of a million dollars. Um, it wasn't paid for by the royal family. Mm-mm. Who paid for it? Serena, Serena Williams. Williams. That's yeah. crazy. I, I want to see said the on receipts. The view. Yeah. But did Meghan Markle know these people before? Like I, I... She was friends, yeah. So like these were friends of hers. And Abby, so Abby came in with some misinformation from the start. She was like, it's so weird to me to have this like Hollywood party with none of her childhood friends, all celebrities. That's not true because it was like, Obviously, people were only photographing the, like, three big names who were there. She did have, like, sorority sisters and, like, old friends there. It's just, like, no one's taking a photo of, like, Emma who Nobody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you say Emma Nobody? Emma Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I was like, okay, first of all, Abby. Abby came in a hater on this yeah. one. And then everyone else kind of, like, shamed her. <laughs> Well, it's like, meanwhile, Megan's planning her baby shower. And yes. it's like, well, do you want me to cancel it? <laughs> yeah, she was like, it's so weird to do this, to flaunt money, and you don't need to have a baby shower. It's so unrelatable. I think that everyone else in the world, and like, tell me if I'm, if you have a different opinion. I thought that this made her more relatable because every other, like, basic like straight woman was like, Oh my God, baby shower. Me too. Like that's what I do with my friends, you know? So like, I think it made her more relatable, at least to North American audiences. Yeah. I just, I I don't care. I really, (laughs) I really don't care. (laughs) And then when they had, like, I didn't see that clip until you guys sent me the links and Uh I usually skip over those just because it's like, they didn't have anything else to talk about. And they, I feel like it was just so forced and Abby's opinion was forced and the whole thing. The one thing that I loved in this clip and kind of the reason why we're talking about it now is that in, so they mentioned that they have producers from the TV show, loose women in the audience. My second favorite TV show. Yes. (laughs) I watch loose women every day. Well, I don't watch the full thing very much like you. I skip clips. Um, but loose, so loose women is a similar show to the view. It's a, it's a panel of women in the UK who are sort of women in media. It's not political. They're like not allowed to talk about politics Uh on that show. So they only talk about these topics that you would typically skip on the view. And it's like, if the view is people magazine, loose women is the daily mail, (laughs) you know, but it's like, um, the topics are always the same. It always amazes me that they can have the same topics week after week after week and still have new things to say about them mm-hmm. and it's always like um should you have the sex talk with your kid at age 11 yeah. or should you it's always about being a mom or um parenting or relating to your spouse like it's always that kind of a topic and it's very like you don't need to think about it but mm-hmm. what i like about loose women is that their panel is so good and their panel is not set it's not this it's not like the view like there are regular 
Yeah. Like they have a sort of a, a stable of like okay. 10 people mm-hmm. and they'll rotate out every day. It's like a It was different... like those two years of The View and they couldn't <laughs> keep up. <laughs> it's just like that. So they had the executive producers of that show in the audience. Joy um, tried to explain to Americans what Loose Women is and I think she nailed it by saying that it was a ripoff of The View. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think they agreed. Yeah. So they went to them as like UK yeah. correspondents. This was maybe on this one story. of my most favorite things that has ever happened on The View. It totally so spiraled. They, so they're talking about what everyone thinks of the baby shower, and they're like, <laughs> "What do you people think? You're from England. Like, what do you ladies think?" So one of them says something and is like, "I think that she said it was like fine or whatever." Yeah, she said the UK media is giving her too hard a time. Yeah. And then, so so there's three women seated who are from Loose Women. There's a woman seated behind them who, you know what? <laughs> she looked like she was a British woman. And, and I mean that in like the most stereotypical way possible. So she was seated behind them and was like as engaged as they were with the topic. She was like shaking her head as if she was also one of the producers from the Loose Women. So then the View co-hosts are like, oh, you're shaking your head behind. What do you have to say? I know in my heart <laughs> that that they thought that that woman was from Loose Women. Absolutely. Because they get the mic over to her and she starts saying something without a British accent. And the woman who's holding the mic is like, you see her like pull her arm away because she's like, oh no, what have I done? What did she say again? She, she was said... like, oh, it's a bad idea because if if something, God forbid, if something should happen to oh, that yeah. baby, then you've got an empty crib. I want to ask these ladies. Yeah, what do you oh, think? Yeah. Do you agree with me or do you agree with these yeah. two? Me, me or Abby? Oh, they said me! Me? Yes. Yeah, yeah I agree split. with you. I think we should just lighten up on her. You know, she's she's trying to integrate into a British royal culture and actually just back off press, let That's her get right. on with it. Yeah. Wait, what about the woman in the back there? She had I a comment. You disagree. I think it's very tacky and huh. God forbid she, God forbid something should happen to the baby. She mm. will have all these gifts Oi, and, oh. and an empty oh. crib. Oh. Though. I like her. The audience and the view hosts were like, literally, all of them were like, mouth open, didn't know what to say. And then it's like silence. Everyone's just like shocked at what happened. And then Megan goes, Well, I like her. And like everyone laughs because it was like the most bizarre thing it was that's so happened. so wild that she's like, well, Look, the baby could die and yes. then she'd have all these presents in an empty over. crib. <laughs> and it was, it was like, it went from them thinking that it was a woman from Loose Women to being like, we've just given the the craziest woman in our audience the microphone. <laughs> and she had like a heavy New York accent. Yes. Like she just walked <laughs> off the street into the studio to share her view. Um, I loved it. It was like the view just like for a second snapped and turned into like the yeah. Sally Jesse Raphael yes. show when they would like go to the audience for comment. It was like the funniest mistake I've ever seen happen on live TV. I think maybe they should throw to the audience more often. <laughs> Someone said that in a Facebook comment once. They were like, I think you guys need to ask audience members to come and sit on the panel, get a real view. <laughs> well, they got a real view and they didn't like it. <laughs> You never see the audience, though, for the most part, right? No. 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 It was so funny that she was like, yeah, the baby's going to die. 
Yeah. It was so dark and none of them knew what to do when Megan had to save the day. It was really like a perfect shitstorm of all the things <laughs> that I like. Like loose women yeah. meets the view meets like the crazy darkest, woman. Yeah, crazy woman, the darkest humor, and darkest then Megan humor. <laughs> saving the day. <laughs> Um, there was there was like a sound in the audience that I've never heard before, of like <laughs> hushed. Mur- like it was like yeah. bubbling under, and then it started to grow. And they they even like couldn't rescue it. Like yeah. the audience was just processing in the same way that we all were. Like what had just happened. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, I forgot we're in a studio. We just <laughs> need to we need to talk this out. Um, so that was great. Well, it's been a fun couple of weeks <laughs> on the View, and I hope that the next time that we come back that Megan um, has had some time to work through her feelings mm-hmm. and is uh, going to stick to the 90-second Oscar rule yeah. of talking. <laughs> and I think when Whoopi comes back, Megan will get her groove back. Yeah, she probably misses Whoopi. Yeah. She definitely does. She, she can't stand Joy being in that position. Yeah. yeah. I've even noticed this. And obviously she like has an admiration for Whoopi that mm-hmm. she doesn't seem to have for anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy Joy moderating, but... I think it's getting a little tiresome mm-hmm. <laughs> because she does um, play favorites a little and bit. And I miss her being able to like say her opinions about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think that after Whoopi comes back from the Oscars, we're going to have a whole new view. Yeah. I can't wait. Peter, thank you for coming by. And, Thanks for having me. And sharing your story. <laughs> I, learned, I learned so much about the view and Loose Women. Yeah, go check out Loose Women. Everybody, uh, check out my podcast, Loose Lips, <laughs> the Loose Women podcast. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. We haven't had a new review in a really long time, so like it would make Kevin really happy uh, while he's preparing to host the Oscars. Uh-huh. And take a little time to enjoy Whoopi hosting the Oscars. We'll see you next time. Hit it, Abby. That's all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. G-O-P. Enjoy the hunt. G-O-P. G-O-P. G-O-P.